0: Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of Well Written with the Brothers Worth. We are your hosts, Josh and Jordan Worth, and we help our listeners become better songwriters by talking to artists about the songwriting process, and we help them become more
1: informed song listeners. Today we have a very exciting episode. We have on an artist called Kimi. He is a Northwest pop artist who has tons of insight on writing catchy songs and hooks. Uh, please subscribe and leave a review if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, if you're listening to it on SoundCloud, go ahead and leave a comment um, you know, and share this around on Twitter, Facebook, and so forth. So on and so forth. You can find us on
0: social media on Facebook at WellWrittenPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at WellWrittenPod, and we would love to hear from you. Please feel free to contact us through our Gmail account, WellWrittenPodcast at gmail.com.
1: I also want to bring up that we are promoting something else really exciting going on um, in this episode and the next. Uh, That is the Blackwatch Bake Off. Uh, This is all for charity. It's $5 to go and see the baking and test out stuff and then $20 to compete. Um, We have friends that are doing the judging for that competition. And it's just really exciting.
0: And our friend Osborne from Boy Talk Podcast.
1: Yep. And stay tuned next week. We have them on as guests promoting that further. Again, that date is April the 8th at Blackwatch. And that's going
0: to be at 807 Northeast Cooch Street in Portland, Oregon. So, again, we have Kimi this episode. We're really excited. And stay tuned. At the end of the episode, we're going to have a song from Kimi. So thanks for listening, and this is well written. Hello and welcome to Well Written with the Brothers Worth. I'm Jordan and Josh is here. What's going on? We have Kimi in the building today. What's going on, Kimi?
2: (laughs) What's goody?
0: We also (laughs) got Osborne from Boy Talk Podcast hanging out today. What's up, man? What's
1: up, dude? I'm just chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming out, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Busy schedules, so it's cool to be able to sit down and talk to different artists like this. We really appreciate all the time that we put into it
2: so. oh yeah i appreciate you guys for sure like you guys are definitely out here doing your thing and i uh, appreciate just being on here yeah man. Back, yeah yeah we're, well, we're happy to
0: have you so
2: uh tell the people where they can hear your music and where they
0: can find you through social media
2: Uh you know what's so funny is i'm literally gonna delete all my social media pretty soon here yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can find me like my social media will still be up i just will delete the apps on my phone because gotcha. i'm like busy now you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no it's just like i have my i i have to like create i have to make an album basically mm-hmm. and like the only way i know how to make good shit is to not look at other people's shit so like i can't take in too much content and media or else i'll just like gear myself towards that
1: I completely yeah so like I'm
2: going like Kanye West in Wyoming I'm cutting everybody off no one even knows where I'm at what do I even look like anymore type shit I might have like a lot of blonde hair after this type shit but you can still find my stuff (laughs) on Twitter and Instagram it's just dreamy underscore Kimi for both and like I said, they'll still be there. I just won't have any content on them until I like finish an album and awesome. make it. So there's that. And then my music is also just like on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Dreamy nice. so, Yeah, That's yeah, K-I-M-I. Right. Yes, right. thank you.
1: And you had a name change recently, right?
2: Yeah, I was Kimchi for okay. a little while, uh, mainly because... I fucking love kimchi. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, no, seriously, yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just, well, we were just playing around with well, my ex-girlfriend at the time. was, Cause I, when I first started making music, I was just Bo Sokimi, like that was it. And it was cool and shit, but I was like, man, maybe I want it. I was just like, it's a mouthful, you know? Mm. And I wanted something like short and sweet. So people would just be like, oh, there's there he is, you know? And my girl, my ex-girlfriend was just like, oh, what about kimchi? You eat a lot of kimchi, I was vegan at the time, so I was eating just a fuck of kimchi. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, okay, sounds good. And then when I came out with it as like a brand, it seemed like a lot of people took towards it and they were really fucking with it. Mm. But um, then I just, I don't know, uh, I I changed it again because I just didn't want that as a brand, I guess. Like my last name's Sokimi, and that's where Kimi is derivative of, Mm. and I just wanted like my name. To be the brand. Yeah, you know, and yeah. So you have more of an identity. Exactly. You know, I didn't want to like identify as like Bozo Kimi and Kimchi. I just wanted to be one thing, and that's Bozo Kimi aka okay, Kimi. You know? yeah. So, yeah. So that yeah, that's why that name that's, changed. It's just consolidation. Exactly.
1: I like that. That's yeah.
2: Cool. There's a there's a lesson in there
1: for for people.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes just simpler is better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like. As artists, I'm with you guys too, you know, I'm I'm sure you guys have gone through many name changes and yeah, yeah, (laughs) in many platforms in your
1: music. So I still don't even know, like I play music currently, but I don't have any sort of, you know, alias or anything that I'm under and I don't know if I will or what any of my projects are going to be called. It's like names are such a hard thing for me to uh, to attach to, you know, to like latch on to. Yeah, because essentially,
2: you know, you are just creating that brand, Mm -hmm. you know, for your music. If you're serious about making music, like that is what it is. Like your name is going to be it.
0: And you want it to sort of be a reflection of your music. And uh, especially early on as you're like developing what that specific sound is, like Mm -hmm. having a name stick can be, you know, it's like – Maybe I don't sound like kimchi anymore. Exactly. You know? no, like, exactly. Or, or maybe, you know, maybe things have really morphed. And so like, yeah, um, I mean,
2: Prince changed his name to a symbol. Yeah. I yeah. can't even say that in the English language, you know? <laughs> I mean, he built a damn guitar that made it look like it. But yeah, so, <laughs> hey, so cool. yeah, hopefully one day my other Kimi will just be a symbol. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's the ultimate goal there. Yeah, that's the ultimate all goal. Right. Just my beard and my septum piercing <laughs> <coughs> is all that's left. Yeah, turn that new beard and septum piercing out. <laughs> <Yeah. album. laughs> <laughs> that's my ultimate goal right there. That's the finale for me.
3: <laughs>
1: well, I want to talk about, uh, you, I saw on your Twitter that you refer to yourself as an R&B artist other than a rapper uh, and I want to know kind of how that plays into your music and how writing lyrics differs being an R&B artist versus a rapper
2: yeah most definitely I actually uh, personally think I, I write more pop music mm. than anything uh, which I'm totally okay with because I like pop music like I, I like what's on the radio for the most part honestly so <sighs> Catchy tunes, man. Catchy tunes and catchy hooks, dude, you know? That's Uh, definitely something (laughs) that you like excel in. I tried my best, yeah, Yeah. I like hooks. Um, My song structures are a little different. Uh, As far as writing like rap songs, because I used to rap. Mm. When I first uh, started, (laughs) oh shit, I totally forgot. When I first started making music, I went under uh, the alias Vaughn Mugen and that was my rap name. All right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Vaughn means hope and Mugen means infinite. So it was just like endless hope. That was kind of my whole play mm-hmm. on it. And we did like, I was with my buddy, uh, Brandon, who produces the majority of my music now. Mm. And we created a group called kids on the slope. And uh, so that was our duo rap group. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, it was it was so fucking bad, dude. We did we thought we were really good because we were like f- get drunk and freestyle at parties in front of our homies, and our homies were like they were drunk too, so mm-hmm. they were just like oh fucking yeah, you know. <laughs> they you know they were just hyping us up. And then when we went to record, we recorded like six tracks, and we were just like oh god, this sucks, you know, for real. I was just like this fucking sucks because we didn't really know what the fuck we were doing. So, like, when I was writing rap songs, it was just mainly all those, like, God, dude, just, like, trying to be, like, clever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, yeah. all the synonyms you got, you know, create in, in rapping to be, like, a good rapper, you mm-hmm. know? So And I, so, I, I'm not very good at that, honestly. I feel like I'm I'm more simplistic in, in my writing. So, like, when I shifted gears to writing r and like, it felt more natural. Just kind of softer, catchier hooks and just, like, talking about caressing women and stuff like mm. that is kind of more my lane.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> what What did it really take to change your genre like that? That's a tough thing for an artist to do, to hop from even from rap to pop, which is something that's really bleeding more and more together through these years. But I mean, to, to hop genres like that makes a big difference for an artist. So is that like,
2: <sighs> yeah, the jump was a little weird when, uh, so Brandon brought a song to me. And he said, "Okay, well, let's try this." And it it, it was like none other beat that he had made prior to that. It was softer. It was an R and B beat. So then I just started singing. Uh, I had never thought about singing until Brandon was like, "Hey, you got like kind of a good voice. Maybe you should start singing."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I had um, I have a lot of like. Uh, history with, with singing. I was in choir for years in high school. And us too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing a lot of stuff within like the choral scene and stuff like that. And I loved, I loved vocal performance. So yeah. when he said that and my mind just blew up, I was like, fucking yeah, let's like, let's do this. So then I started singing and then people kind of started taking more towards it and the R&B mm-hmm. stuff. And then when I released 808, well actually no, so I've only really been releasing music seriously since last May. Okay. Yeah. And then everything else prior to that was just kind of experiments. And then I was in, honestly, even the shit I was releasing in May until now is fucking garbage. But like, and then I wrote 808, which is like the first track you'll see on the SoundCloud. And it's, it it like popped off. Mm -hmm. And then like, everyone was like, Oh, what the hell is this? And I was like, Oh, that's, that's me, I guess. Yeah, I was like, I guess it's my sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we've so, kinda
0: heard that from other artists as well, that like once you find that, it becomes a lot easier. It feels much more fluid yeah. to be writing in that uh, in that genre or in that like lane or specific sound you're working in. It at.
2: felt more natural. You know, yeah. it just felt super natural to write. And I had grown up listening to just awesome R and B since I was a child. But then I also grew up listening to like a ton of pop and stuff, which is kind of what I'm trying to gear towards now. Like the stuff I want to work on is more like low-key, like Justin Bieber, like stuff. Justin bieber star. Yeah, like pop star shit, Mm -hmm. which I like want to be. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I don't don't want to be like a rapper and I don't want to really be like an R&B artist either because legitimately I just don't think my vocals are – are suited for rapping or RB. I'll try it, don't get me wrong, and I'll definitely experiment and do more songs like that. But, yeah. at the end of the day, dude, I would love to just be like a damn pop star. Like, yeah, yeah. I love, I like pop music. No, I love I, pop music.
1: You <laughs> don't hear that enough from people because in it, that seems so weird because pop is, you know, it's like what's popular. Yeah. People want to be, either a rapper or they want to be, you know, this, like, I'm, like a lot of metal music right. and stuff. And so I know a lot of people want to be this front man and they want to be this, like, badass drummer and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, pop star is, is something that seems like people kind of fall into rather than, like, aim for.
2: Yeah, uh, and it, I agree with you. No, I fucking from the di- – like, when I was – I was, like, dancing in sync and shit. Like, I was, like, doing <laughs> choreographed dances. Like, I don't give a shit. I'll do that. I'll fucking – Bruno Mars, he fucking murders it, dude. You ever seen that dude live? Oh yeah. my God, like that shit. Stadium fucking, stadium fucking shows. That, I'm not going for like the Roseland. I'm not going for those. I want to play at the Motor Center. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to play there. I want to play those huge shows. I want to play countries. Yeah. I, that, that's my goal, you know? So yeah. when I talk about it with other people, they kind of like look at me weird because mm-hmm. obviously I just personally think people don't want to admit that they like pop music. Yeah. I think that's all it is. All yeah, right, I'll admit, man. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> thank huge, you. There's there's number one I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan.
0: Like, and I don't know oh, what yeah. else to classify her as. Now she's definitely not country. Like, yeah. She sings pop music, and I I love her music. Yeah. I don't know. hell yeah. I there's that, a lot yeah, of yeah, other the examples. The like, yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: I like Justin Timberlake like a lot. Yeah. So. yeah I mean, Who does he? Right. There's Who does A does lot he? of examples <laughs> out there, and yeah. uh, you know,
0: I mean. Man, good music is good music and in any genre. And that's, I mean, we have artists on here. We're going to, we've got a lot of upcoming artists doing a lot of different kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Some, some, some stuff a lot of people might consider weird. And then right. like all the way to, you know, like really mainstream and indie stuff. And yeah. just like all over the map, man. And if you're making good music, like it stands out in that genre. Yeah. It'll resonate and, with
2: people exactly. You know, le- legitimately. Like it, if you just make good songs, yeah, then pe- people's ears will perk up no matter what they listen to. Exactly. Like, oh, that's there's a like market a for all of exactly. it. Exactly. So. And if you're a real musician, like a real musician, and you listen to like Justin Bieber shit or any of these pop star shit, Bruno Bar shit, if you're a real musician, you'll understand why he's so good. Or why they're so good, you know what I mean? Like even if
1: you're like in a metal band, you know what I mean. So and it took me a long time to to realize that. Like when I was playing in bands in high school and stuff, I had all this, you know, disrespect for people in these mainstream areas. And then as I've grown older, I'm just like, well, you know what? Actually, all that music is probably. Way more talented than I could ever make. First off, their voices are better than you know, ninety percent of the world's. So. <laughs> yeah, their vocal range is no
2: joke. you yeah. know what I mean. And they're they're being taught by just massive vocal performers
1: yeah. and coaches. So yeah, and the, the composers guys. behind this music. I mean, Jordan and I were talking about um, the Kesha song "Praying," and it oh, has yeah. just the composition and the the way that the, the crescendos through the song and and the the bilks. flashes the bills yeah bro
0: it gives me <laughs> chills like it doesn't even like necessarily matter like what the words are because that song is put together
2: so well babe. right
0: like she could be singing la 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 the whole time <laughs> and it's still you would feel it like right
2: yeah it's all in the structure of that composition but yeah you know what I mean and that's why like even in mainstream music, even in pop music, you know, you have these composers that are just absolute monsters. You mm-hmm. have real musicians just wrecking it, you know what yeah. I mean? So on a 36 key piano and just doing their thing. So like, you have to have love for, and I don't get me wrong, like I don't like think any less of like, of R&B singers or, or rappers or anything like that. Like that's where I came from. That's still the like genre that people would put me in, but, or even, you know, metal or any of those guys like, shout out to you you know musicians like should should group together more, brother like (laughs) we should support each other more (laughs) instead of fucking shitting all over everybody all the time seriously yeah there's a problem with it in the music world
0: in general i think it
2: gets better with age though i don't
0: feel like there's near as much as of a problem as there was when i was younger and i think maybe you perceive the problem more too as you know and when you get older you realize like Man, anybody who's putting in work and creating something that people want to listen to, like that's power to them, and that's somebody that you should be like open to, um, you know, as far as even working with potentially, like most definitely, you want to work with people who are working. It doesn't matter, you know, necessarily
2: what they're doing. Like you You, guys, you got Kanye West out here working with Paul McCartney. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? That's
1: the thing. I think it's a lot of it is the the just the year 2018 right now. We've had. All these things, that you know, people leading by example, mm-hmm. that has really bled into uh, all sorts of regional you know, changes for all these different mm-hmm. scenes. And uh, I think now is the time to ask for help. You know, I agree. If you, if you need somebody else's opinion, I think that there's never been a better time than right now to really like go out and ask for help and get people on your side to just make a push for something.
2: Yeah, so, I agree.
1: I think ego uh, fades with age yeah. and also, I agree.
2: Like when when we're younger, you see those issues and you see people reaching out to you and you like cool guy them, you know, mm-hmm. You're like holding oh, man, how many views do you have, how many followers do you have? <laughs> yeah. Why should why should you talk to you type shit? But I, I, I do agree that I think right now, since we're like adults now, you yeah. know, what I mean, I think people are more prone to just help each other out. Like oh yeah man, like I'll, I'll give you a repost or you know I'll give you a good listen or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. But you know, there's also a lot of people out there that have to accept. The, the criticism, you mm-hmm. know, the real, the real critiques. And I'm not even just talking about, oh, this shit's garbage. I'm talking about like the no, real, criticism. real criticism. Yeah, exactly. Like, it not like, right, help anybody. Yeah. Just so everybody else <laughs> yeah just
1: telling someone their their stuff is trash. Yeah. Is if
2: you can't, rude. if you can't explain to me why you don't like, my song in, in a in a manner that is befitting of a musician then just shut the fuck up yeah. seriously no just shut the fuck up go pick up like a guitar or something and learn music or actually just stop listening to me seriously <laughs> just stop listening to me i yeah. don't care you don't have to listen there's other people like yeah. yeah you know there's other things you can do like i don't know man i, I don't know fuck off like that's but seriously you know what i'm talking but about do you hear that kind of criticism often is that something that's coming up I used to hear that a lot. I used to hear that a lot. Mm. Uh was just like, ah, oh, this is kind of garbage. Or like, oh, this is trash and shit like that. I don't hear it much uh, anymore. And honestly, sometimes I kind of wish I did. Right. <laughs> it makes a lot of work harder. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, oh, man, like I wish someone would just be like, "Oh, this sucks as a song. Mm. And I'd be like, OK, I got to work harder, you know? And yeah. I think I worked a lot harder back then because people were like, not taking to it mm. as
1: much as people do now. Yeah. So I think that I'm at this stage musically where I'm I'm done taking things that are sugar coated and I don't I don't want to hear someone's bullshit opinion of, of anything that I do. Like yeah. I don't want somebody to just be like, oh yeah man, that was good. Like yeah. don't tell me that anymore. You know, <laughs> right. Like, when I was sixteen like that's what I wanted to hear. But yeah. you know, as a twenty four year old person with not any more time to waste, I have to like I have to get down to business. Or well, you're sixteen <laughs>
2: in the scene bands, you know, right. running around that's what you want to hear. Yeah, that's like, um, I just
1: want everybody to oh, be like, you're "Oh, great. you're great." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want people to say "great" unless they mean it. And when <laughs> that point hits, and I and I feel like someone says that and actually means it, then that's you know that's something that yeah. you can you feel really good about. But mm-hmm. I don't want to feel good about something that's some bullshit. I agree. And, it doesn't help me at
2: all. You don't, yeah. You don't want that like fake fucking positivity mm-hmm. around Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. There's no
1: point in that reinforcement. It's like uh, it's like practicing something um, the wrong way over and over again. Like, right. Get better at it. So. Right. So.
0: We talked a little bit on this earlier, but, uh, you, like, I mean, you want to write catchy stuff and I think you're doing it, uh, what was that song we were listening to
2: earlier?
1: Well, I want to talk about Pounce. You just put out Pounce. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And that has Lord Lawrence on it, which is what moves. No, see, dude, Lord Lawrence is a man. Yeah. I, uh, I met him at the studio, but prior to that I had sent him because he said, oh, I'm going to make an EP and I followed him on Twitter and I DM'd him, um, I made like a playlist of my music that I thought was good. And I was just like, hey, here's my stuff. Um, maybe check it out. <clears throat> and he he did and he got back to me and said, oh, this is pretty good stuff, man. Like uh, I, would, I would like to work with you. So then we met at the studio. We were there with a cat named Zach Krause who you guys should check out as well. All right. he's, he's doing big things right now. Uh, but we we're, and he's actually got a feature with Lord Lawrence as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So we were in the studio with that with him and they were making waves which is the track with, uh, that they just dropped with Zach Cross and Lord Lawrence. And then I said, hey man, I got like a beat. Mm-hmm. Will you, will you get on it? <laughs> and Lord, dude, he's so awesome because he's such a popping figure out here. Mm-hmm. But he never even thinks to charge people for like his features. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe he will
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe yeah. he thinks it too, but I, mean, yeah. I know Lord Lawrence really well. I know that he's a very business smart person and as yeah. many people as he can help out. He knows that's going to pay off in the long
2: run. Oh, great. cuz I would have paid for that feature. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, I would have cuz I, I it's 100% worth it. You great. Great yeah, musician. But now you owe him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Now I like have to yeah, get, him. get him. <laughs> Yeah, now Yeah, he's got me in his pocket. He's
0: he's just a good dude, man. And uh he actually talked about the features that he had on his new album and how they worked on it for free for him and he yeah, did not, you know, I uh, expect that and that's but that's a really cool thing to see a lot of artists working together and supporting each other. But what I wanted to ask you about was, uh, so Shady was the song I was thinking of. Oh, oh yeah. Man. So that one and Pounce too, like creating a chorus that that is catchy, creating a hook that like gets stuck in people's head, like... How how does that
2: process come about? Is that like the hardest part? You feel like that's the easiest part that's for me. The easiest part. Yeah, <laughs> hooks are like the easiest part for me. That's why like, that's why I seriously thought of myself as like being more of a pop like idol because <laughs> mm-hmm. like writing hooks is can be super tough, man. And like that's a that's an artistry in itself. Yeah. Seriously, writing like a catchy hook that is implanted in people's brains. But I don't know, man. I don't know. It just comes really whimsically to me, <laughs> like right? when I write it. It's that's the first thing I write. Are the okay. hooks? Or, yeah, is the hook. Right. Yeah. So when when that happens, it just it's like that. Dude, and if I can't write a hook, I'll fucking scrap that song. Okay. I won't even I won't even work on that song. I got you. Yeah. So I was gonna
1: ask you. I mean, does it feel beneficial to the song when you start with the hook? But it, you're not even trying
2: it. With yeah, that. dude. I mean, if I can't write a hook within like a day of me having like a beat, I scrap that song. Like, cause. I know yeah. cuz it's forced. Yeah. For like when I write with these hooks it's more natural, you know, mm-hmm. when I wrote Shady when I wrote Pounds like those like naturally it happened within like 10 minutes, you know what I mean? But if I have to sit there for a whole fucking day then I just force myself to write I don't
1: uh, yeah. I don't like that. You know, so yeah, yeah and I, I'll just produce shitty stuff that way. Right. So I feel like as a as someone who like plays guitar and writes singer songwriter type music, it's I have to sit down and spend so much time to craft the the way that this thing like tells a story. If I were to just scrap part of that because I couldn't like come up with a hook fast enough, that would just Wait, no, I would never get done man Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> well, you guys, yeah, it's a lot different for me too, honestly, yeah, because I have
2: like the instrumentals just ready to go. That's a huge, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's yeah. funny too, though. How
0: I mean, we worked. Basically, exactly the opposite. We would almost always build from like a verse and mm-hmm. then try and figure, it, you know, a verse and maybe even a second verse, maybe even a bridge before yeah, we really figure out what we wanted our hooks to and be
1: and then re- like formed a song around that. Before, oh that's, yeah, that's a difficult way to do it, but. I wrote an hooks. ending to a song one time. Oh yeah, and I had to write the we how songs.
3: the song began. wrote <laughs> two songs that ended
1: the same way, so we could figure out. Which
3: one
1: was right yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well,
2: I do write multiple songs, I yeah, guess, um, in one track. So like, but using the same hook. So okay. like, shady. That like shady. That's like I think that was like my second song I wrote. I wrote three of them. So yeah, I think that was like the second one I wrote. Right. And then for pounce, I was also like, I don't know, probably second or third one so how many verses do you think you write like per song
1: I mean is there dude a
2: ton yeah like (laughs) probably yeah seriously like per song I'll do like at least two you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but I mean they're different for each like two versions of of each yeah exactly
1: so So you're looking at like six to eight verses of... Yeah, I'm just
2: ready to go. So if anyone wants any features, I'm ready to go with the verses, baby. Yeah, I'm ready to go with the 16 bars. I got them for you. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, It's so funny because... I was in a band for a little while too, and I wanted uh it was called it was called Goodwillers, and I wanted to make, create I like, like uh, that name. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, I love that name. And honestly, is please let's come back together. <laughs> if you're listening, please. <laughs> but but that's how we wrote like I wrote all of our songs, but it was a lot more difficult because then I had to write them with like an actual like you know guitar player, you know mm. I the rhythm and the lead, and then like. That was really cool, but at the same time I still wrote my like the same way. Like I still had them write the hooks first. Okay and then I wrote okay. the hooks first. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Hooks first for me. That's
0: cool. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really interesting like the different ways to create that, you know, the product that you want.
1: Like- exactly. Exactly, your guys is a super cool. It's just I mean, going all over the
2: place. Yeah, whatever works, all. basically. Yeah, right? exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, whatever pumps out a full song, because that's what's the hardest thing for me, man. I've I've written millions of these like one and a half minutes of a song. Yeah, yeah. I have notebooks full it's of like terrible. a verse and half a chorus. So whatever gets <laughs> it to that complete finished product, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I struggling the whole way to right, get there. Right, yeah,
2: blood, sweat, too, yeah, just and tears. That's part get of the there. reason
1: why we do this podcast. I mean, we want to be able to write better music ourselves as well. Right. I mean, I've written a ton of songs in my life. It hasn't always like come really hard to me to write songs, but over the last I don't know few years, it's been really difficult. And being in a healthy and good relationship is not conducive for writing I songs. <laughs> so you're 100 right. Yeah, it's like I, I can't write songs about like trying to go out and get women. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or do whatever. heartbreak. And I can't read some yeah. of heartbreak. Things are going good. Yeah, I'm the like, good the, shit. The, the few times we fight, it's like a, it's better before I could ever get a song out about it, you know? And then what happens if I put that song out? It's like, <laughs> ugh, I don't want to tread in those waters. Yeah. Isn't that so weird too? Like the, artistry
2: in like its like best form you know is derivative from like our pain you yeah know, really you know like because yeah. i feel At like least conflict yeah, yeah no. like, i write my best stuff when i'm in shitty situations like uh, right now uh you know my ex broke up with me about a month ago i'm definitely still not over it and she broke up with me in like a really kind of crappy way uh so i fucking am like now i'm just like you know i'm constantly writing i was <laughs> <laughs> just like constantly writing stuff but like uh it's it also i don't know man being in a healthy relationship also can help with um i feel like the the time management of it i know that sounds weird but when i was with her i pumped out all those songs mm. and like i was You're a lot more focused of, yeah i was more focused because i had just this really good energy around me mm. but now that i have um kind of this weird head I'm in a weird headspace and that's why like, I'm going to delete my apps and just kind of go like low ball we'll work on a new project yeah work reset. on my new project and be set uh so like that's good I guess but I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted about it. I guess having a girlfriend, and not having a girlfriend while being a musician. <laughs> it's um, hard.
1: Yeah. Either way, it's hard. So yeah. You know, I mean, being a musician is just tough, and, and trying to balance that with a uh, love life is uh, is idea, yeah, uh it it's a nightmare. Yeah. But it's also you know super rewarding on both ends. So yeah. Exactly. Worth it. Yeah.
0: Hey, we should do our segment. Oh yeah, we should. We call this. I did not see that coming. <laughs> so they added a little drop so oh, oh i got you
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice nice yeah, I
0: like the surprise of it. yeah <laughs> so we just want to know uh an artist or an inspiration that you listen to somebody that you really like that people would be surprised to know you listen to
2: uh or that is inspiring okay. for your music Yeah, no, no uh, I really like pop punk music You guys are talking about pop punk I'm yeah. wearing Martin Baseball Martin Baseball is like one of my favorite yeah. pop punk yeah. bands yeah. So you expect but, very many pop stars to, to I fucking love yeah, I love Martin Baseball, dude <laughs> And <laughs> their awesome. song structures Everything they do To <laughs> their vocals write. They fucking rip so them, like Sorority Noise, Rocks, dude, mm-hmm. I mean, Neck Deep, like that whole scene, like I fucking would definitely, like I'm super inspired by those guys. So I nice. was like, just like, I
1: don't know, man, they just they have great songs, man. Did that lead into your, your lane like, of mm-hmm. music at all? Do you feel like that?
2: I feel, I want, want to, that? like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to create those lyrics, you know, I want to create that lyricism and mm-hmm. that emotion that pop punk really brings out, but I do it in a more, pop, I guess, Mainstream In a less way. Punk way right? In a less punk way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up the pop, you know, lower uh, the punk a bit. But yeah, that's. There it is. Yeah. yeah, that, uh, Them. For sure. Yes. And then uh, Ellen John. I fucking love Ellen John, dude. Sweet. I fucking love dude, Ellen John.
1: like one of the biggest pop stars of all time. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying, man. When I first heard Crocodile Rock and saw him do that live, yeah. I was like, that's what I want to fucking do. Oh, yeah. That guy was like wearing stunning shades and getting so hiking before all that happened.
0: Shout out Elton John. He is on his uh he's on his retirement tour right now. It's gonna be his last music season. Yeah. If he wants to come on well written podcast <laughs> with Brothers Worth, absolutely swing by. We'd love to have you.
1: So all right. Well that was that was the uh, segment before we go, I want to talk to you and Osborne about uh, the, the bake-off that's going on. And we can go ahead and talk about this charity. Okay, what's up, everybody? I'm with the brothers Worth, Jordan and Josh in Woo! the building with Kimi. Uh, I'm taking over the pod now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting closer to the mic, but the Black Watch Bake Off, Sunday, April 8th from 2 to 6 p.m. It's at Ciderite. It's for a good cause. It's for the Sexual and Gender Minority Youth Resource Center. And if you don't know what that is, it's a resource center that helps kids that got discriminated against because of their sexual orientation. So it's for a good cause. It's $5 to compete, $20, I mean $20 to compete, $5 to get in, and no one will be turned down for lack of funds. It's also a bake-off, so bring your A-game. You know, if you're going to compete, obviously, there's going to be raffles, multiple categories, a lot of fun. Bubba and I will be in the building judging the event, and you guys should all go. It's for a good cause, all right?
0: Absolutely. That's at 807 Northeast Couch
1: Street. Cooch Street. Cooch Street. Are you not from Portland? (laughs) I'm not. I'm from Vancouver.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, April 8th from 2 to 6 p.m. Show up if you can. Uh... Check out Kimi.
2: Yeah, go go follow Kimi on Twitter. Go yeah. follow him
0: on SoundCloud. While you still listen can. to this music <laughs> on SoundCloud.
1: The next, next thing forwards. I post will be an album, so check that out. Looking <laughs> forward to the new release. And and uh, make sure you always listen to Boy Talk. And uh, yeah.
0: yeah. And then check us out on uh, all the all the platforms. All the platforms you know. for podcasts. Make sure
1: you leave a review of this episode. Uh, stay tuned. We got a song by Kimi coming up next. This has been well written.
3: been knocking this enough. Where the hell you been? Where you going? Uh, heard you been running round. If you got love, you don't show it. Uh, getting paranoid, thinking about what ifs. Making all these calls that you ignoring. Sending all these texts, but you leave me on red. But you leave me on red. But you leave me on red. I can't explain the things you do to me. You do. How can you make my So easy, so don't play with me. Hope you think about thinking about thinking about us. Don't be shady. Hope you think about thinking about all our love. Don't play with me. Hope you think about thinking about thinking about us. Don't be shady. I'm driving No blood, no bone, no ash to burn Take your sins, I can't fight it Screaming your name till my lungs hurt I need to know how we ended up like this, like this I need to know if what we had is dead And okay, 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 okay Baby, won't you come my way Drinking, smoking all damn day And night. See is your face, your face and okay, 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 okay Baby, won't you come my way? Drinking, smoking all day and day. And all I see, is your face, your face, don't play. With me, hope you think about, thinking about, thinking about us, don't be shady, hope you think about, thinking about all our love, don't play. With me, hope you think about, thinking about, thinking about us, don't be. Shady, I hope you're thinking about, thinking about all our